Welcome to the Lead Quietly podcast. I'm your host, Jen Boyle, communications professional, leader, and entrepreneur, and I'm passionate about helping quiet and introverted women become confident leaders without having to be loud. I discovered the power of quiet leadership after being promoted into a leadership position overnight and feeling that it wasn't meant for me because I was too quiet and not assertive enough. And this same self-doubt kept me from becoming the entrepreneur I knew I was meant to be for almost a decade. This podcast is to show quiet and introverted women just like you that you can absolutely be a great leader at work, in business, and in your life without changing who you are. If you are ready to stop sitting on the sidelines and unlock your leadership potential, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the Lead Quietly podcast. Today, I want to talk about a topic that I actually just heard on a podcast this morning that I was listening to and how it inspired me to do this episode. And what I heard this morning on a podcast was someone talking about entrepreneurship and going to your next level. And the phrase that she was talking about was, what got you here won't get you there. And she was talking about getting to your next level, whether that's in your career or in your business. And that line really stuck with me. I've heard that before in the context of career, that if you've moved up to a certain level of position, what got you success in that position is not going to get you to that next level perhaps into that leadership level, a higher level job, a manager or director or something like that. And the reason this topic really stuck with me is personally, I have been feeling at a bit of a crossroads lately. It has been two years into business, two years of building the Quiet Leader community, and I've been doing a lot of reflection. It's also 2023 coming to a close and starting to think about the goals I set for myself this year for my business and did I achieve them? How did it go? I've been thinking a lot about the reflection of the last year and looking at the ways that I have changed and in the areas that I have grown and then in the other areas where maybe I haven't reached or accomplished exactly what I wanted to yet this year. And starting to do that, and maybe you're here too in the context of 2024 around the corner, thinking about your next year and what you would like. What are your goals for yourself, your career, your business, whatever it is, whatever area of your life. I am not one to get frantic about New Year's resolutions or having to have a perfect plan set out at a certain time. So the fact that I'm talking about this here in late November, don't take that as being behind. If you're feeling any of that, like, oh my goodness, I haven't even started thinking about 2024 yet. Don't worry, this is not really a big thing for me either. It just happens to be a pretty big time for reflection right now. So you're not behind if you don't have a perfect plan, not to worry anything about that. However, what I wanted to dig into this line and what she said on this podcast this morning was, what got you here won't get you there. And she used this example and I thought it was brilliant. She said, when you are an entrepreneur, or she used the example of starting as an entrepreneur, Maybe you've worked and you've built a business and you've figured out how to do it. You figured out how to nail your marketing and your messaging and you've started to make money and everything in your business is working. And then as you 
grow, as you scale, then you need to change who you are in order to become the leader of a team. So when your business grows so big that you need to hire other people, you are not the solopreneur anymore. You're not the do-it-yourself anymore. And you're not involved in doing every part of your business anymore. And so you need to go through an identity shift in order to become that leader. And this was the example she used and I thought it was brilliant because as I was listening, here's what struck me. I am someone who has had over 20 years in the workforce, 20 years plus in sort of a corporate environment or in a career, a nine to five job, moving from junior positions to mid-level positions up to management over the course of all of that time. I have gone back to school to take a master's degree, to up my credentials, taking tons of leadership training courses and other certifications and personal development and professional development to grow my skills in that career and in the context of career. So then two years ago, when I became an entrepreneur for the first time, and just to pause for a tangent, I could go a whole I could do a whole other episode about procrastinating on actually starting my own business and and finally accepting that I could be an entrepreneur because I thought I was too quiet or not spontaneous enough or not flashy or I wasn't good at marketing myself and all of those things. I could do a whole other episode on that and maybe I will someday. But I went through the opposite transition that I heard on the podcast this morning. So this 20-year career transitioning into being my own boss and running my own business. And it was the opposite of what she was talking about. And I just really struck me this morning that maybe some of you who listen to this podcast are in that boat too, where you are entrepreneurs who came from a corporate background and maybe you're in earlier stages of your business and you're not fully established yet and you don't have a well-oiled machine and you're not bringing in the revenue and getting the clients regularly that you want. When you are in a corporate job or a nine-to-five job or you have that sense of um, work security, you get used to having certain things. You get used to having a boss you get used to having an organization that already has a mission determined for you. So there's a purpose of why the organization you work for exists. You have a job description, you have certain tasks that you're supposed to do. You have coworkers, you get paid no matter what. And the biggest thing is you, for the most part, know what you're supposed to be doing when you go to work. And there's a comfort in all of this. And I know many of you share the same dream that I have of becoming an entrepreneur and a full-time entrepreneur because you want freedom. As much as you like the security of some of those things that I just listed, you are craving more. You are craving freedom of your time, freedom of your work location, freedom to set the schedule that you want to make it work around your family and so that work isn't the number one thing that goes into your calendar. Your other things can go in first and your work can work around it. I know many of you want to make more money than is possible in the job that you're in right now because there's a cap to what you can make in a paid position like that. Many of you want a sense of making a bigger impact and doing something that is meaningful and fulfilling. And we share that in common if any of that is resonating with you. It is something that we want while we are transitioning from the nine to five job and all the things that come with that. So when you've become 
an entrepreneur, you realize that some of those things that you maybe took for granted in your nine to five job are not there anymore. And I've certainly experienced this in the last two years. And hearing it this morning just really made me pause and reflect on that for a moment and give myself more credit, honestly, than I ever have before at how hard it is to be an entrepreneur. (laughs) I give kudos to all of you who are in the game too, who are building a business, who are devoting your time and your energy to building something of your own, because this is one of the hardest things I've ever done professionally speaking. I look back and I realize for the last two years how lonely entrepreneurship is when you're first getting started. I have experienced not seeing results or having results that are all over the place and feeling scattered. It doesn't matter how hard you're working. If something is not selling, you're not getting paid. And that is incredibly stressful when you're just starting out. And the biggest one that is the opposite of what I talked about in the nine to five job, the sense of knowing what to do is not always there when you are running your own business. And that might be one of the hardest parts, maybe up there with loneliness, because that is definitely something that a lot of us struggle with, is we don't always know what exactly we're supposed to do in our business. Or we find information online, we follow business coaches, or we look up to others who are farther along the journey where we want to go. And it may seem simple at first, but when you download all the freebies and you take the classes or you sign up for some coaching or mentoring, and then you sit down to actually do the work by yourself, it can feel incredibly overwhelming. And you get in your head about it, or you feel like you're spinning your wheels. And then some days you just want to quit altogether. You're not alone if you felt any of that. And I just wanted to kind of talk about that in a very relatable, ordinary way that what you're experiencing is a transition. If this is you, if you're in your first few years of trying to start a business, especially if you're a quieter, more introverted woman who almost has like a double layer of hurdles to jump It's hard enough just to be in the game of declaring, I'm going to do this. I'm going to create something of my own and I am going to be the face of it. I'm going to be the sole provider and leader and accountant and designer and content creator and everything of my business. That alone is so difficult and challenging and also amazing and inspiring and really um, meaningful and fulfilling. It's all the things at once, but it is at the bottom line too an emotional roller coaster on top of that. I know there's emotions related to our work in our nine to five jobs, but it's different when the thing that you're working on is entirely your own and you have a personal stake in it and you really feel the ownership of it. So I just wanted to acknowledge for you, maybe if you've been feeling a little scattered, a little all over the place, a little lonely, a little unsure what the heck even you're supposed to be doing now to build your business, know that you are in transition. You are shifting your identity. You'll have to learn some new things. You'll have to unlearn other things. You'll need to find mentors and you'll find community because it is so much more fun to build a community or to build a business when you don't feel alone, when you have other people like you on the road beside you. Even if you don't talk every day, or even if they're not actually a part of your business, 
like you're so early on that you can't afford to hire someone you don't have an assistant or anyone else actually working in your business and neither do I it still is so nice to be able to reach out to fellow entrepreneur friends all of whom I've met online and to know that I can send a voice message or a DM to someone and say, I'm having a hard day or I feel lost and I don't know what to do. It has been extremely helpful for me to do that. So if you are looking for community, this is what I am building with the Quiet Leader community. And you can be a part of this community in a number of ways. This podcast is one way. My private Facebook group is another way. It is called the Quiet Leader Community and you can find it on Facebook and the information is in the show notes as well as an email that right now I send once a week out to my list and I'm currently in progress of making some changes to that weekly email and I want to reinvigorate it for the new year and make it even more valuable for you. So if you're feeling any of this, If you're in the trenches with me in this transition from an identity as someone who has the nine to five, where you have a lot of certainty and assurance, and you're stepping into this entrepreneurial way that is way more scary sometimes, but also fun and creative, you're definitely not alone. It can be a lot, like I said before, doing that as a base level, and then adding on top of it, feeling overwhelmed online, especially if you're quiet or more introverted, or you don't love social media, you don't love speaking on video, you aren't sure if you're communicating well, you don't always know what to say in your messaging, all of those things can make this already challenging career choice even harder. But I encourage you to keep going. I encourage you to find community and support. And I'm always here for you to cheer you on as well. I just want to leave you with a question to ask yourself. So pause, maybe take a minute to journal about this or think about this to do some reflection and ask, what am I proud of myself for since I started my entrepreneurial journey? No matter how long you've been in business or if you're even just thinking of starting a business and you haven't gotten very far yet, ask yourself that question. What am I proud of myself for? What have I learned? How have I grown? And then maybe that will get you to the next question that I started this whole episode with is what is it that got me here? And sort of acknowledge that and then ask what else Or what do I need to do differently in order to get me there? There being whatever your next goal is, your next level that you want. So for example, for myself, I would say what got me here, here being two years into a business, was the courage to take action, the courage to put myself out there, learning from coaches and mentors, being part of community, from taking my knowledge and experience from my corporate years and all my years of education and funneling it into my business to show my area of expertise in communications and leadership. Those are all the things that got me here. But if I want to go there, and sometimes I'm not even sure where there is for me, but that next level of more success in my business or a growing community or someday to be able to go full-time into entrepreneurship what is in the gap now from here to there and some of the things that are sort of dancing around in my head would be I need to stop being in limbo about certain decisions I need to stop 
being sort of one foot in here and one foot in there and being unsure which direction to go. I need to make a decision about certain areas or I need to simplify and stop doing too many things all at once and really go all in in one area and really build one thing really, really well. These are just some of the examples that are coming to mind for me. And of course, I'm going to take some time with my journal to really reflect and get deeper into this. I find reflection so helpful. And if you reflect and then put it into practice, actually implement what you're learning from your reflections. That is what keeps you moving forward. So I hope this in, this episode was helpful and gave you something to think about. I am so proud of you for all the time and effort and your moxie, for lack of a better word, to be in this entrepreneurial game. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Lead Quietly podcast. I hope something in this episode resonated with you and you took something away that will help you tap into your inner leader. Take some time to process and you'll know when it's time to take action towards your big goals. You can find me on Instagram at Lead Quietly and in my free Facebook group called the Quiet Leader Community. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.